Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus, beloved. We thank God for his grace and his goodness. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song titled, He is my peace by Dara Wicker and the Potter's House Choir. God bless you. says that he is our peace in the midst of the storm. Whatever you're going through, know that he is your peace. He is my peace in the middle of the storm. He is my hope. He is my hope. And strength to carry on. And strength to carry on. All I depend on. Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus, for indeed the Lord is our peace. He's our Jehovah. Shalom. Amen. We give praise to God this morning for his grace and his mercies. Amen. And the peace that he gives to us in the midst of the storm. I bring to you this word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father to say peace be unto you, to declare peace to you. Amen. The world today lacks one thing, and that is peace. And you know, the world may have everything, money, assets, and everything, but the world lacks peace. And I believe in my heart that for those of you who have found Christ, you have found peace. And this one, I bring God's word to you. Amen. John chapter 20, the verse 19 to 31. Bible says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the middle of them and said to them, Peace be unto you. When they had said so, he showed unto them his hands and his sides. Then were disciples glad when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, so sent I you. And when he had said that, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. 
And the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Except I see in his hands a print of the nails, and I put my finger into the print of his nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. <laughs> and after eight days again, his disciples were within, and Thomas with them. And this time Jesus came again, and the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then Thomas said, they, then said he to Thomas, reach your hand, a finger, and put, behold my hands, reach your hand, and put your hand, your finger in my hand, and put your finger in my side, and don't be faithless, but believing. And Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are they that have not seen, yet believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Beloved, you see three times in this portion of scripture, Jesus commands peace. Jesus says peace. He commands peace for his disciples. And the Bible declares that the disciples were assembled together behind shut doors, hiding for fear of the Jews who had just crucified their master. Beloved, fear can rob you of your peace in life. But Jesus appeared to them in their fear and declared peace upon them. He showed them his hands and his sides, his wounds, and the Bible says he said again, peace be unto you. Say, in other words, it doesn't matter what you see or how terrible any situation is, peace be unto you. And that is why I speak to you this morning. I speak upon you the peace of God. Your Father God has sent me to speak peace to your life, peace to your home. Hallelujah. Bible said that he breathed upon them, released upon them the power of the Holy Ghost and giving them authority to forgive sins and to restrain sins. Then eight days later, he appeared to them when Thomas, who had doubted, was present with them. And again, saying, peace be unto you. Hallelujah. Peace be unto you. If there was anything that the disciples needed at that time, it was the assurance that it would be well with them that they should not be afraid, nor be troubled, not because there was no problem, not because there was no danger, but that they had the ability to overcome the problems at hand. Hallelujah. Beloved, this morning I speak the same to you, that it shall be well with you. And so don't be afraid. Don't be troubled. Receive the peace of God. Trust in the Lord, beloved, with all your heart. Do not lean on to your own understanding. In all your ways, Bible says, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Maybe you're looking into the future and the future looks bleak. Therefore, you have no peace. But God says to tell you, peace be unto you. Hallelujah. It shall be well with you. The world's definition of peace is a state of mutual harmony between people or groups, especially in personal relations. Try to live in peace with your neighbors or a cessation of or freedom from any strife or dissension, that is, or freedom of the mind from annoyance, distraction from anxiety and obsession. That's a world definition, that where there's a, a state of tranquility or serenity, that's what they define as peace. But beloved, this state of being is very difficult to achieve because we are living in a world full of different people with different mindsets from different backgrounds, and none of us lives in isolation. We are living with people. We are interacting with people, working with people. 
So definitely someone is bound to do something, say something that will disturb you, that will not allow you peace. Sometimes even, it's not even people, it's just the elements of, of, of the weather that does not afford us peace. Amen. So the world kicks against your peace. Troubles surround us every time. And so the book of Job chapter 5, verse 6 to, six to 8 says that, Although affliction cometh forth not of the dust, neither does trouble spring out of the ground, yet man is born unto trouble. As the sparks fly upward, I would seek unto God, and unto God I would commit my course. He's saying the man is born to trouble. We are born to trouble. A baby, a newborn baby, finds some kind of trouble. Sometimes a newborn baby has to go through surgery. Sometimes a newborn baby, you know, has a problem. I mean, the world, you don't have to do anything to, to face trouble. Trouble is present with us. Diseases, wars, floods, earthquakes, storms, viruses, corruptions, hunger, bad marital relationships, financial issues, children, problems with children, hatred among brethren, hatred among siblings, persecutions. I mean, it can go on and on. The list can go on and on and on. Speaking no peace in the world. Surely there is no peace. The world system can also not bring us peace. Even money cannot buy you peace. No human or earthly institution can guarantee your peace. True peace is not the absence of trouble, but a calm assurance that even in the midst of the storm, that even in the midst of the storm, you will have the presence of God with you. Beloved, we will always have issues or troubles surrounding us in different degrees, of course. Some manageable, others not manageable. But true peace is having freedom from fear and anxiety, even in the face of trouble, because of a greater power that is at work in you. Hallelujah. That greater power is the power of Christ himself. In Mark chapter 4, the account is said of Jesus telling his disciples that they were going to cross over to the other side and they get into a boat. But then as they were going, the Bible says that there arose a storm of hurricane proportions. There's a great storm and the water was beating against the boat and now entering into the boat. And the disciples were afraid they were going to sink. But Jesus was calmly sleeping at one side of the boat. And they went to him and said, Lord, don't you care that we perish? And he arose and he instantly rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the sea became calm and the wind stopped. And then he asked them a question. He said, why were you so fearful? And why is it that you have no faith? Beloved, the conflict between faith and fear is very real. Where there's fear, there's no faith. Where there's faith, there's no fear. But the greater your faith, the less your fear. And fear, beloved, is crippling. Fear is torment. Fear will not give you peace. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as this world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Fear, torment, anxiety, depression, and all those things that prevent us from having peace come from our heart, our mind. But Jesus said, I give you my peace. He's called the Prince of Peace. Isaiah prophesied that his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, 
the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Hallelujah. He came to bring peace to mankind, to bring peace between God and man, to bring reconciliation between God and man. And that reconciliation is what brings man peace. Hallelujah. Jesus came to bring us peace. Our God himself is a God of peace. Yet at the same time, he's a God of righteousness and justice. But praise be to God that through Christ Jesus, we find peace. Amen. And that peace, beloved, is not the peace that the world will give you where there's no trouble, but it's a peace that comes to you that in spite of your challenges, in spite of the problems, in spite of the hardship, you have peace of mind. Amen. You have the shalom of God, which is a harmony within your soul, within your spirit. Amen. Peace be unto you, the Lord says. And I speak that peace to you this morning, that no matter the challenges that you are going through, no matter the problems that you are going through, look to him, call upon him, and he will give you peace. He spoke to the wind. He spoke to the situation at hand, which was terrifying his disciples. He spoke to the wind and he spoke to the sea. Peace be still. And both the wind and the sea was calm. Beloved, the presence of God with you itself will bring you peace. Jesus was in the boat with them. Amen. Because he was in the boat with them, there was no way, no how that storm could you know, overpower them and kill them and drown them. No. And that is where you ought to also take the cue that once God is with you, no matter what is happening, it will turn out okay. Hallelujah. It will turn out okay. Because where the presence of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's freedom from fear, freedom from trouble. And Jesus, beloved, is our Jehovah Shalom. He says that in, it is in him that we will have peace. In him, that in me, you might have peace. In Christ, so long as you stay in Christ, his peace will come upon you. Amen. And Jesus, beloved, paid the price for our peace on the cross. Isaiah says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with the stripes, we are healed. The Amplified Version says, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our guilt and iniquities. The chastisement needful to obtain peace and well-being for us was upon him. Amen. What was needed for us to get peace was put upon him. And when the the stripes that wounded him, we are healed and made whole. Hallelujah. Beloved, Jesus provided for our peace by his death. Amen. Peace between us and God and peace with one another. So this morning, do not be afraid. Don't be dismayed. Receive the peace of God. Don't be troubled by anything. Because everything you see today or have seen in the past days or months is not permanent. Amen. It is only God and God's word concerning your life that is permanent. So receive the peace of God that comes through his spirit. Amen. The spirit of Christ gives us peace. And so this morning, receive that peace that comes through the Holy Spirit. And I pray over your life that as this peace of God comes to you, may God also settle everything that is causing you lack of peace. May God bring freedom from trouble. May God bring deliverance from every sickness or disease. May God bring divine provision 
whatever is needed to bring you to the place of peace, as you trust in the Lord, the Lord will make it happen. And so this morning, I speak peace to you. Receive peace. Be calm. Look unto God. He is your help. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Look unto Jesus. Put that matter in his hands and just rest yourself in him. He will provide. He will make a way and he will help you. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord grant you peace, the peace of God that men cannot understand. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you are not reconciled to God. You are still an enemy of God. But God wants you to be drawn close to him. God wants that unity between you and him, the reconciliation. And therefore, he stretches out his hands to you this morning. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God who came to die for your sins, and you confess it, you are saved. The bond of enmity between you and God is broken down. The wall of division down. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me and cleanse me with your blood. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you just prayed this prayer, receive peace, peace of mind, peace to your life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you. Have a brilliant weekend. But remember to share this good word with anyone and everybody. Hallelujah. That they may also receive the peace of God. The word itself brings peace. So receive peace this morning and share the peace of God and the love of God with others. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.